And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, my fellow meat sacks. Fellow meat sacks. You really love that, huh? Uh, yes. We are all meat sacks. I'm going to continue saying that until it becomes a thing. You think it'll... I mean, hey, you never know. I hope it catches you up. Know, imagine having shirts out there where someone's like, yeah, this guy Lewis says fellow meat sacks. <laughs> and you go like viral. I, I, I want to take credit for it, but I feel like it's already been used somewhere else. So I know I've heard of a few other people say it. You better solidify the deal, man. Find mm, out. I can't copyright it. No? No. Why not? No. I'm, first of all, I'm not famous enough for that. Who cares? That's how you become famous. Okay. You know what? You've motivated me to want to do it. Let's do it. Do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to go out tomorrow and copyright the shit out of that. I, I Wow, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> You're so motivated. <laughs> wow. Well, it's I, this liquid courage in front of me. You know, you know what? Speaking yeah. of liquid courage, I think we've let this shot sit around for way too long. So down the hatch for another October episode here. Yes, Ooh, the spooky season. Spooky season. <sighs> Smooth. <laughs> You're all like, smooth. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was actually pleasant. It tastes good. Um, I need no. It was it was a nice tequila. That was the uh, Terramana. That was the last of it. Yeah, that so was sad. the last of the Terramana and uh, the Rock. If you're listening, that was some good tequila, man. That was very. It's got a nice, uh, nice little vanilla notes in there. Um, it's very nice. Mm. It's very smooth. It's a shame that it's gone. It burns. It does, but not as bad as like some of those other tequilas that are just fucking garbage. I can, I can feel the burn right now as I'm speaking. Now I'm you feel like, the burn, ah, right? I'm exhaling vapors. <laughs> well, you know what? I got a bottle of uh, some mezcal tequila that I'm going to bust out another time. Oh, shit. I know. That's, that's going to be fun. That will be. Oh, boy. That will be. I, I think I'm capped out on alcohol today. I think I'm going to come over here and trick or treat on that day. Just like... Give me some mezcal. You know what's crazy? We have these neighbors that live across from us, and they, they're just, they go all out on Halloween. They'll just, like, make hot dogs and burgers, and then they just, like, serve the whole community. Like, the entire street is lit up with children and parents trick-or-treating. It feels like the 80s and 90s over again, dude. I'm like, what? You know, it's nice, though, right? Because, uh, <laughs> let's be honest, maybe I've can... gone around, mm-hmm. like, the last couple years, maybe more than that, and I've noticed... Maybe it's just me, or maybe you've noticed it too, but I've noticed mm. sort of a decline in just... Trick-or-treating. People trick-or-treating, decorating, just the overall spirit of Halloween. It's called inflation. You think that's what it is? People are watching their budgets and they're like, fuck this. I remember candy was super cheap back then. But you know what I think another thing that, that helps is like, if you were to go to a store and buy candy by bulk... It's uh-huh. so much easier. It's like, okay, and then you just pack the candy yourself and like zip bag, zip, zip all the bags or whatever, right? Right. Nobody's going to trust you. Like, what did you do to the candy? Right? So everyone has to get prepackaged, but then the prepackaged crap is like super expensive. Like, what are we paying for, guys? Come on. Unless you buy it out of season. Not every... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Candy if you're smart, you can buy it out of season. Look, if you're just going to pay an extra premium just because the packaging has a little fucking ghost or a little bat... Or a little pumpkin on it. There's some things you can get away with, though. With chocolate, you can't. You can't buy it. Like, say Halloween ends. Halloween's coming up. And then Halloween ends. And then you buy all the aftermarket. Which I, which then, I do. Right. Which right. I do. But then, <laughs> like, we, we tested that out where, like, my wife, she bought, she loves chocolate, right? Right. So we'll go over to, like, Target or Walmart or whatever and get candy, lots of it for dirt cheap, right? Or not dirt cheap, but, you know, obviously 50% uh, off or whatever couldn't sell. Half off. Right. Half off. It's not a bad deal. 
Right. But then like she wants to save onto it. Like I want to eat it whenever throughout the year. And then by the time it's like August, it's like the chocolate's all white and looks old. And you're like, uh, I don't know if you want to give it Next August? Yeah, next August. That, oh, literally, well, the, at we, that point, why even have it anymore? Because we buy so much of it. No. And we can't finish it all. Yeah, they, my, my wife has this. Then she needs to stop buying as much. That's what I try telling her. But then we end up giving a giving it away. And I'm like, I, I, I come to my common sense. I'm like, yeah, it's free candy you're giving away. But I'm like, I feel bad being that person giving away that type of candy. So I'm like, with hard candy, you can get away with it. Like Skittles and stuff like that. That kind of candy never really expires in the un, under the right conditions, temperatures. But, you know, being mindful of it. Even, I, even chocolate technically... It doesn't last forever. Well, I, I it turns that, white. Why does it turn white? Is that just from the uh, milk uh, in it? Uh, I want to say I, I want to say it has something to do with the milk because especially if it's milk chocolate, um, I don't think you'll get the same results with something like dark chocolate, right? Uh, it says the white appearance is due to a process known as blooming, either fat bloom, so the fat and chocolate. Okay. Uh, this occurs when the coca butter in the chocolate separates and rises to the surface due to temperature fluctuations or sugar bloom, which happens when the sugar in the chocolate absorbs moisture and then crystallis, crystallis, uh, crystallizes Sorry, on the surface. Huh. So I guess technically it's not really old, but it looks old. Right, like when you the, the the flavor is a little bit off too. Yeah, I've I've had chocolate when it has like that milky white appearance, like yeah. a little film almost. Right, almost but, cloudy. But then when it's like the whole chocolate bar is like white, and you're like, it doesn't look that appealing anymore. I know. You, you just kind of want to unless like you're getting white it. chocolate, in which case, like, how can you tell? <laughs> Does it turn brown? <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh geez, uh, but if you're if you're eating white chocolate, no, no, fuck you. That's not chocolate, right? I, I'm sorry, I disagree with you. Mm. Well, how do you well, how do you feel about white chocolate? Um, like it's not I, real I don't, chocolate. To I don't me. I don't hate it and I don't love it. I just one of those things where it's like I got to be in the mood for it. You know? Exactly, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think it's the same thing with me. Like it's I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but I, will I go out of my way to get it? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. feel about candy corn? Uh, uh, With a great candy corn debate here, I I I like it. I, I like candy corn. I'm not like uh, my go-to candy, right? Um, but I do enjoy it. I can't eat a lot of it. It's well, just for really obvious sweet. reasons, yes. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy it. I, yeah. I enjoy most candy corn type candies, right? Uh, along with uh, like Skittles type candies. Along with uh, gummy bear type candies, I, I'm part of the, the the same group of people who will agree that candy corn is good. But you know, as I've gotten older, I've realized that I don't really have a craving for chocolate or mm. candy in general. Yeah, um, I will have a craving every once in a while. Probably wise. <laughs> yeah, you know, like well, I'll randomly be at the store and I'll be right. like, you know what, I'm craving some chocolate, so I'll, I'll pick some- up a little chocolate. I want some diabetes. Yeah, yeah, but for the most part, like I'm not a it's not a sweets guy. You know, I, no. I prefer salty over salty. sweet. Salty. What about like a caramel salt chocolate? I'm not a big fan of caramel. Yeah, neither am I. My wife loves caramel. I I don't. She loves it. Really care for? Is it caramel or caramel? Uh, it's probably caramel. I I'm okay. very sloppy with the caramel. I don't know. Uh. You know, bad English there. So, <laughs> whatever, fuck it. You know, for those of you who have heard it, he likes bad English. But then, like, they have like what? And people, terrible Spanish. People say, <laughs> and terrible Spanish. 
How do you say uh, caramel in caramel in Spanish? Caramelo. Oh, that's the, like the candy bar. Yeah. Caramelo. There's a candy bar called caramelo. Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? And you're Mexican. The fuck. The fuck. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Dude, remember that 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 commercial? They used to blast all the time in the 80s and 90s. It used to be like, check it out, 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 caramelo. You don't remember that commercial? What? Yeah, Caramello. What channel? No, no, it was just a commercial. No. I don't remember this at all. You lost me already. Check it out, 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 Caramello. Um, yeah, look. Now let me check this shit out. Okay, okay. You know what? I have seen that candy bar. Yeah. I have seen it. Now, there's a commercial. If you look on, like, YouTube or something, it's like... It's like they had this like caramelo, you know. I've, I've like, never heard. I've never heard that. You know when they did like certain things where it sticks in your head for life, like they had the Dr Pepper commercial, and uh, then they had like you know, it's just one of those things. It's called it's, an earworm. Yeah. It's either you remember, or you don't. Uh, nah, nah. It's like you remember it, with like the, the whole Empire jingle. Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire. Yeah, everyone's heard that. <laughs> like two o'clock during the fucking day. <laughs> well, every time I used to miss school, when you did that's, school, that's what you stayed home with mom. Like you're like, oh, I gotta watch these commercials now. Yep, it's like in between uh, an episode of uh, Maury. Maury they'd, go to, they'd go to Maury. a commercial. Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire. Are you insured? <laughs> yes by survival no I can't take that ride <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like dude she was hot dude what the, in the middle of the desert why would like, any guy say no to that shit like I don't get that you know <laughs> that's, that's still mind-boggling to this day I think I've had that conversation so many times Like, why the fuck wouldn't he take the ride Just because he's not insured by survival Wow Why does this guy have such a fucking hard-on for survival? <laughs> does it still exist, the survival insurance? Uh, I, I want to say it does like, well, But I have a check Call so. 1-800-GENERAL NOW <laughs> Yes, I was, yeah. just about to, I was just about to mention that yes, Or yes. Eastwood Okay <laughs> Insurance companies like for the best car insurance rates in town, call one eight hundred General. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm like what the hell? Followed by a, I'm Larry H. Parker. <laughs> Larry, Larry H. Parker got me. He's like all like fucking handicapped. Larry H. Parker got me two point one million dollars. Like what? That was a lot of money back then. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some, homie. <laughs> oh man, those were I'll good fight times. For you. I'm those, Larry H. Parker. Those were great times, right? Like the same commercials that was like embedded in our head over and over and over, and then it was like, oh Jerry, 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 or fucking uh, Ricky Lake that came on and shit. You're like, what? Like Ricky Lake <laughs> followed by Jerry Springer followed by Morgan Fulbridge. It was like, and then Oprah Winfrey you like changed the channel. You're like, okay, that's too serious for me. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Those were the good old days when, when I remember I was young, not Dumb, a care in the world, and, full come. and I couldn't wait for Halloween because I fucking loved Halloween. You were edgy, motherfucker. Oh, man. I, I loved Halloween, but not only Halloween, I loved horror movies, dude. Absolutely. Dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Horror movies, I'm telling you, man. Horror movies was the thing as a kid for me. All the time. Now, what All do you, the time. let me ask you this though, because I've I've often wondered. Like, I know the reason that I love horror movies, but let me hear your reason why you love horror movies. Well, 
I would say in the beginning when there was dark and light, little old Michael was only five years old when he saw his first horror movie with his mother. Yeah, that's it's, it's Yeah. That he happens. was scared to that's death. You know, I think my mom, <laughs> I'm trying to get into story mode here. Like, I was like, should I take this to the next level or not? Nah, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, no, a true story though. Like my, my mom, she always like allowed me and my brother to watch horror movies. And my dad really wasn't a fan. He didn't like us too. He was at work or whatever. And so we would be like by the TV and be looking with our eyes all open. And my mom would always say, you know, we'd watch movies and we get scared. But then she always told us it's fake. So... Whatever it happens, look, I'll put it on pause, mijo. And look, nobody's, nothing's happening. We're like, oh, okay, we come back to reality because we're like scared stiff, right? right? And the thing is, is I think watching scary movies at an early age really desensitized me to how scary movies are nowadays. Yeah. And it's like, I've seen almost everything. I haven't everything, but I've seen a lot of scary movies. And it's just like, my reason why I like scary movies is because it sets this level of elevation in your body that makes you feel like you got to be on your toes and that the intensity of it. But so, so it's the release of that adrenaline, the adrenaline rush. Yeah. But now movies nowadays, it's like, I've seen so many, right. That's like, there's not no movies really give me an adrenaline rush anymore. It's more like the, the jump scares that give me adrenaline rush. Cause it's like, they make the sound like pop out real quick, like, Dun! and you're like, Whoa, and that's about it. But it's not even scary. I think that's become the norm nowadays with yeah. jump scares. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like everything's been thought of, right? Yeah. I mean, almost everything. Or that's copycatted or it's replicated in some way or it's changed. But, you know, there are some really, like, I feel like movies back then, horror movies back then, were so much better than they are today. But the obviously the CGI and the graphics and things like that today are a lot better than it was back then. So... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your finish your statement, but I've got a question for you afterwards. But there are some iconic movies okay. that were made in the 70s and 60s and 80s that can never be replaced. No matter how many times they try to remake it, we're always going to go back to saying the first one was better. The original right. was better. Right. Just because of the way it felt when you watched it. Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of horror movies get drowned out, but... You know, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of my favorite movies, the original one of all time, versus all the others. Just because it leaves you with this sense of like... It's a sense of wonder. It's a sense of something new. Now, in that movie in general, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, the 1978 version, I think it was? It's it's in the 70s, right? Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Texas Chainsaw, Texas. This is making for compelling, compelling. So Massacre. Okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, 1974. So the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. What was it compared to all the others that made that one the scariest? If you think it is, I think it's the scariest. But I watched it alone the first time because everyone talked about it and I was terrified to watch it by myself because I heard so many things about it. Like, oh, based on a true story, it started out with that. The, the you know, so-and-so of whatever uh, Texas, you know, went into a horrifying, like the voice and the narrator of the beginning as you're reading it. Right. You know, the Texas Chainsaw. And it was always that voice too. Yeah. There was always somebody Very with deep. that voice. Yeah. Very gravelly just down here. 
and it just made everything sound so scary. It did. It just right? it, it just plays on your fears. I think that's what it is. And but what I like about that movie, and I think uh, the reason a lot of people like horror movies, is because even though you know it's fantasy, you know it's all on a Hollywood movie lot. Mm-hmm. It could happen in real life. Okay. It could, it could, but it could, unless it's one of those supernatural films where, like, like Jason, like you can't kill him; he keeps coming back to life. Okay, that one you can't happen in real life, obviously. But something like Texas Chainsaw, like that could happen. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Um, it's very possible, and I think that's why we love horror movies. I mean, that I think that's the reason I love horror movies. Um, is some some scenarios can happen. Some and most of them are based off true stories yeah. as well, kind of, you know. And um, I think those are the best ones mm-hmm. too, is when they're based oh, yeah. off of true stories. It's like, whoa, no way. Yeah. No way. No, going back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what made you, I mean, did you think he was scary the first time you very, saw it first Texas time? Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't watch Texas Chainsaw when I was very young. You watched it later. Um, I think, I think for me, my first horror movie was uh child's play oh wow that was pretty fucking scary when it first came out dude (laughs) that was like i mean i I remember being so fucking scared the first time i saw it yeah Uh, i was also very young yeah um and i was at my dude i shit my pants when chucky was just like right it wasn't even came to life (laughs) it wasn't at my house it was at the neighbors i remember going over to the neighbors and uh, I just looked at the TV and I saw what they, what they were watching and it was like, I see this little doll. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I hear this voice come out of it. It's like, oh, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, in my oh, own little, my, my <laughs> own little like seven or eight year old brain, I was like, huh? Does not compute. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I see a knife and like him running after this kid. I'm like, this, what? What is, what am I watching? <laughs> Right, and it scared the shit out of me at the time. Um, it wasn't until later on in life that I like started appreciating it more because for what it was, and it's just it's this fantasy, but it's it's something that even though we know it will never happen, mm-hmm. obviously you can't inhabit the body of a fucking doll and go around killing people and get away with it. That's right. just not how life works. But it's fascinating. Like, it's fascinating to see that. And it's funny, too. Like, th- there's a direct connection between comedy and horror. No, yeah, there is. For yeah. sure, there is. I think it sets off uh, the same sections of the brain. Something like that. I, th- I think I remember hearing something about that. I don't know. You're going to have to educate me on that. On, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm only going based off of what I've heard in the Science. past. <laughs> I can't, I can't, re- I can't like- give you a whole research paper right now. Sounds like they should make that into a horror movie. <laughs> In itself, right? They've thought of everything. Not that, though. That's for sure. But uh, you, you know what, though? Like, Okay, so Child's Play came out in 1990? Um, Child's Play, the, the original one? Yes. Uh, that came out in... I think it was 1990. Because there was a movie that predated that. And it scared the living shit out of me. It was about dolls. There was the two original dolls. Child's Play was in 88. Oh, okay. This movie still predated Child's mm-hmm. Play. All right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a movie called Dolls? Um, I 
have heard of it. I've never watched it. Okay, so let me just put it this way. This movie gave me nightmares when I was a kid mm. because I was, when I first saw it, I was, I think I was six years old because obviously I was born in 1980. So obviously, yeah, the movie came out in 1987. Ooh. No, so I saw it when I was seven years old, seven or eight, because yeah, I came out and I was, I was seven, seven. Yeah. And so this movie's called Dolls. And literally, if you hate porcelain dolls. Oh, dude, that looks so creepy. You'll fucking hate this movie, dude. Oh, that looks creepy. I want to watch it Let me just tell you, this movie has, if you don't like porcelain dolls, don't watch it, dude. I wouldn't say I'm I'm opposed to them, but. But porcelain dolls are creepy, right? They kind of are, yeah. And so when you have it in the CGI back then or the animation, it looks so creepy the way they walk and they come after you and they're all porcelain looking, dude. It's, dude. It's available on Prime. I'm gonna watch it, dude. It's it. It gives me the chills, dude. Um, not I, now, I not now. The, but I think the allure of some of those older movies, by the way, is uh, now that you mentioned CG. Mm-hmm. Um, with the older movies, it had to be done practically. Well, uh, what is practically again? Uh, practically is without the aid of computers. Basically, everything has to be done with like either puppets or. Um, uh, blood has to be like with a little blood bag whereas like nowadays they can animate blood in there they can do uh, they can animate swords in there stuff like that like that stuff wasn't like that in the past Hmm. if somebody got stabbed with a knife like you had to hold a physical prop and pretend to stab somebody with it as opposed to like nowadays they could animate that in your hand and then it goes plunging into somebody's back or plunging into someone's face like it's all animated in there. It's computer generated images. Yeah. In the past, it wasn't like that. No. It was all yeah. practical. Yeah. Like the, they had to like maybe take a dummy that had like a certain face and then switch it out and then he looked normal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so it was that. like, oh, it looks scary, right? At the time. Exactly that. But something like, like Chucky or even like, like dolls that you mentioned, like when they walk, obviously, you know, a doll can't walk. No. But you see it walk, and and just the way that it walks, because it was probably done with a puppet. Right. You see the steps that it takes, and it's like they're almost creepy looking too. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. like a not like not like something Ugh. where they do nowadays with like computer generated, where they can make right. it look very uniform, very soft, right, very fluid. Like Leprechaun, he's like eh, walking around. Yeah, and shit like that. exactly. His little walk. It's like it. It looks so. <laughs> It's Very real by, by, by a small person, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, I can't remember his name is, uh, but it's uh, Warwick Davis, I believe. Warwick Davis. Yeah. Oh wow, interesting. I know Warwick my, myself. You know Warwick? I do. I That's do. such an odd name. I know he's from uh, England. Warwick. His name's Warwick Price. Uh, if you're yes. listening to this, Warwick. I mention you because you're a cool dude, and yeah, I wish you. Uh, I hope you're doing well with your business. He owns a business up in. Uh, uh, up in Chicago, it's like a little hobby shop type deal. He sells like memorabilia and all sorts of like collectibles and things like that. It's pretty cool. I will tell you that's that's a name you don't hear very often. So no, no, it's a cool name though. Yeah, it's a cool name. Now, there's oh, I know him. That's the Willow guy. Yeah, <laughs> Willow. <laughs> that's the other movie he's been in. Yes, Willow. Yeah, when I when I think at one point in the '90s, when they needed a a little person, they contacted Warwick Davis. I think he was also in a movie called Troll. Um, you remember that one? I'm not 100 percent sure on Dude, that. Dude, we got we got to watch some horror movies now. I don't know if I've ever heard of Troll. 
Troll. Yeah, look it up. Troll, 1988, I think it was. Something like that. Troll. Maybe 86. Um, Troll movie. This is making for very compelling uh, content. It's like where he, where he has this little ring, and like every time you poke, he pokes someone with it, you start to turn into vines and shit like that. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but it's a, it's a cult classic, man. He Troll. was in Labyrinth. Oh, who he played as? In Labyrinth? Yeah. Uh, I believe he played Ho- that. Yes. He played Hoggle? Yes. Really? Yes, yes. But they must have changed the voice because he sounded nothing like it. So, No, no. I mean, it's one thing to actually play a character. It's another thing to voice it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. You know, speaking uh doll movies and ghost movies and stuff like that, there's a movie that came out in 1988. Okay. Uh, around the same time as Dolls. I guess it was big. Uh, same time as Chucky, because Chucky came out in 89, right? 88. Oh, 88. Yes. So this movie came out the same time as Chucky then, or Child's Play. Okay. This movie was called Dollhouse, or Ghost House, and it left an impression in my head for the rest of my life. It was, uh, it's- Ghost it's, House. Think of the Poltergeist Clown times 10, dude. I love those, these, these uh, old uh, yeah, it's like, it's Hollywood like a, movie I think it's posters. an Italian, Italian movie. But uh, I love that movie poster. See yeah. that? Like, it just yeah. it has this certain feel to it. Look at this one. Look at this one. Yeah. No, dude, that's that's great. Wow. Dude, dude that clown was fucking scary, dude. So it was, was this like a ripoff of Poltergeist? No. No. Okay. I mean, no, because Poltergeist, you couldn't, well, I mean, you couldn't really see, like, this whole this whole house was possessed by this, this doll clown thingy i don't want to ruin the movie for you but you know it, it's uh yeah don't ruin the movie yeah for me. yeah i'm not i'm not like my father so uh to answer your question warwick davis played goblin he played a goblin and that's it doesn't specify which one uh okay okay yeah uh now that you've shown me that image yeah i definitely want to go and watch that yes. movie. So everybody listening, uh, go out and check out Ghost House. Ghost House. 19, uh, 1988 Ghost House. It's really hard to find, though. It's one of those rare movies. It took me forever to find. Um, you can't prime it. You can't stream it. It's very one of those rare movies. I don't know how you would download it, maybe doing some illegal downloads or finding somebody that has a collection of movies. But that movie's really hard to find. Uh, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. I found it. It's on Peacock. Is on Peacock. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was quick. Damn. It's right there. I, I got to go to you for everything now. Uh, power of iPhone, baby. Ah, oh, iPhone. <laughs> there he goes again. Freaking iPhone. I'm, I'm going to... I Look, I will fight you to the very end on this. I'm not fighting. I'm just saying. I, it's, I just think it's... I don't know. I think a brand is a brand, and I think that, uh, you know, everybody has a certain budget. <laughs> And okay, so what? I, I buy a, I, a, you know, a Samsung Galaxy Twenty One that is an Android, but I'm happy with it. And I, and that's all. It serves its purpose. You know, I don't need a label to define I, who I am. I think that's a conversation for another day. For sure. For sure. For another episode. But yeah, we will have the great iPhone Android debate. Uh, just not today. Do you want to know an intense, scary movie? a horror movie that I highly recommend. It's not the type of movie you really want to watch with parents or people that is um, faint of heart. Okay. 
sorry, I have to get up. Like, uh, I'm getting a leg cramp. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, keep talking. No, it's okay. I, I don't, I, I feel like maybe take another shot. You'll make you feel better. Relax those nerves, right? You know? Um, I don't, I, I, every time I, I recommend this movie or I mention it, I, I tread lightly on who I recommend it to. Um, only because... Okay, now that you've hyped it up so much, I really want to know what movie it is. Well, let's just say it like this. Um, if you're a mother... I'm not. If you're a parent... Okay. Um, and you glorify this movie, some people might look at you like, okay, you're fucked up in the head. Oh. And um, for me, I look at it as like, okay, it is a fucked up movie. Um, and I don't think they made a part two, but it came out in 2008 and the name of this movie is called baby blues. I've heard of this. I have, um, okay. I've heard of this movie. Yes. I have never watched it. Um, um but it, it, it's notorious for something, right? Yes, 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 yes. Um, and now, uh, for those of you who don't know, the baby blues is, uh, another term for uh, postpartum depression postpartum depression yes 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 so you can kind of see where this is going yes <laughs> um yeah. and when i saw it i would say that uh it, it definitely kept me on my feet the entire time um and and it's it's disturbing it sounds disturbing it's yeah. disturbing i feel like that that goes in line with most horror movies nowadays where they definitely kick up the gore factor yeah. Uh, as opposed to like... This is uh, more psychological factor. I want to... Yeah, there's there's so many different types of horror. That's the yeah. other thing. There's, oh, yeah. There's psychological. There's thrillers. There's gore. Mm-hmm. There's the, the slasher variety, which is, you know, they, they pretty much are all made the same way. Jason, they, Freddy. They all fit scream. the same mold. It's a group of teenagers. They have sex. They get killed. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same trope. Making dumb decisions and the exactly. killer comes in and saves the day by killing these assholes. Right? <laughs> you at the end of the movie, you're cheering for the fucking killer. <laughs> you know, we need some of these killers to come back in these times, right? Get some of these dumb young adults that are fucking doing stupid shit these days, right? I'm not gonna lie. I cheered for some of those. Uh, I cheered for Jason. I think uh, at some point while I was watching one of the movies, I was like, "Yeah, fuck those kids." <laughs> Let's start with the mumble rappers, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just saying, you know. When I was that age, I was like, oh, that sucks because I could, you know, associate with them. And as I got older, I'm like, good, good. Good. <laughs> Those kids yeah. deserved it. They deserved it. Every <laughs> ounce of it, you know? It's almost funny because you can predict who's going to die from who's the asshole in the movie. Like the ones that's like Billy Badass, like, yeah, and has like the attitudes. Oh, all like the school bully. Uh, like yeah, Big ego and all this shit. The, the archetypal fucking... Yeah. Bully. It, it's very rare that you see the bully living through a, a horror movie ever. Or the black guy. Or the, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they joke about that, but that's so true, though. That's right? another horror trope right, right there. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's I, fucked up. It's it, so it fucked is. up. It is. But it's always like you. You never, and it's always the female that survives. Right, it's the, always the hot female. The hot female, right? Not the, the, uh, the uh, not the mediocre ugly there's ones. There's always there's always a trope. Uh, for any horror movie, and it goes like this: There's always going to be a jock. There's always going to be the comedic guy or girl, the the comic relief. Um, there's going to be the pretty fucking cheerleader girl or mm-hmm. or very popular girl. There's going to be the more average looking girl, 
And that's that's basically it. That's your four right there. Mm. And the black guy, the token black guy. Of the black guy. <laughs> there has to be a token black guy. Well, if there's not a black guy, they replace him with an Asian. Or or some sort of minority. Some some minority. Right? Some minority, but that that's really it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how they like we can almost see what's gonna happen, and that's what makes some majority of horror movies today so predictable that you're just like unless you're like just coming out of like you know kindergarten and you're like oh this is scary and you're watching it you know we've seen it all but you know going back to what i was saying do you think that's what also adds to the allure of horror movies is that we see these characters who in real life are the sort of the antithesis of who we are and we just kind of take pleasure in seeing them meet their demise I get. I don't know. That's a good question, man. I think the the predictability of it all is what makes us know that we know what we're in for. So we're like, okay, like. But then when it, it curveballs and turns into something else, you're like, I did not expect that. You know what I mean? No, but but I'm saying like, let's say you're in high school and you you hate the high school jock, and you see him die in a movie. Mm-hmm. Is that not? Does that not give you some sort of pleasure? Not all the time. Not sexual pleasure. No, no, no. What? <laughs> I'm just That's saying. You're, you're looking at me movie, like yeah. maybe I meant sexual pleasure. No. Yeah, I did not. There's nothing about uh, any are, pleasure are sure? in that. Oh, I'm positive. 100%. But I, I do see like... I'll ask I don't, Sam later. I, right? <laughs> she would know, right? Only she knows the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to get to the bottom of what the allure is of horror movies. I think the thing is, is like you want somebody to survive. Right. right. Um, and then there's a lot of other movies where nobody survives, you know, and it's just like, well, like maybe one person survives and then that last person dies, like because they didn't like kill off the main creature or bad guy or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, there's going to be a part two or that's just the way it ended. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like the allure of that in itself is like we want an ending where, you know, people sometimes want a happy ending. And I really don't all the time. I feel like happy endings are too predictable in horror movies because it's like oh that person lived and you're like oh oh glad it's over and stuff like that but then somehow there's going to be some kind of wind blowing at the end or some like some indication that thing some little cliffhanger that it's still alive and there's going to be a part two yeah right yeah you know i guess that's what makes you want to watch the second one because you already invested your time in the first if you're a horror movie buff so what makes you want to cheer for the bad guy in that sense then because people love horror movies. You know what made and they, me... And I think part of it is you want to cheer for the villain. <laughs> you know what made me cheer for the villain? What? You know what movie does justice to that 100%? What? The Wishmaster. Oh, dude. Dude. I'm telling you. I loved it when he was in the prison scene. Yes, that was such and a great... Like, what, such a great What series. wish would you like to make? I love that. I right? loved it, yes. And it was just like, yes, he's killing these inmates that are all like think they're badasses and then they, and then they just like realize they're fucking with death you know at, at that point you're cheering for the villain yeah, exactly the i was like, the yes, whole entire yes, time yes right murdered them loved it disembowel them right you're just like yeah kill those criminals and then you wonder like am i fucked up in the head <laughs> <Yeah. this?" laughs> wait a minute where, where, where am i supposed to be and then you realize there's a good guy in it and you're like wait a minute the main person still has to die though so <laughs> the main villain has to die so uh, just kill those enemies first and then you can die uh, another one that that, that <laughs> you're, you're cheering for essentially what is considered the villains of the movie uh puppet master 
Yeah, that yeah. is true, huh? Yeah, they they go around killing people, but I think they kill the ones who deserve it, like the fucking jerks or the yeah, all the assholes, uh, the, the fucking assholes of the movie. They just like they take them out, and I'm over here like, yes, bravo, yes, bravo, yes. Those people were clearly not contributing to society. No. Not at all. Not at all. But <laughs> Get you know, rid of them. You take movies, though, that take it to another level. And that's where I kind of draw the line. Like, I cannot watch the movie, one movie that I watched, and I cannot rewatch it over again just because I don't want to see that crap. Right. Was The Human Centipede. I just, oh, okay. I, I thought, I honestly, for a second there, I thought you were going to say something else. But there is another movie that. Uh, doesn't necessarily fit into the horror genre, but it's one of those movies. You well, never... what what kind of genre is it in? Uh, it's like a. I don't know what genre it would fit into. I mean, you you take like something like Final Destination. That's like oh, suspense, I love Final right? Destination. You're like it's on your toes, but it's it, not. It's it, just like you don't know what's gonna happen. It's suspense mixed right. with a little bit of gore. Yeah, for sure. And it's. It's a great fucking series. But I feel like the movies that make me get the the jitters, the creeps because of my own personal experiences with seeing paranormal stuff is like when I first saw the first paranormal activity, I don't care what anybody else thinks. That shit put me in tears, dude. That shit like really scared me because I, I kind of related to what I've been through. Um in old house we lived in uh, Buena Park. But it's because of that whole found footage aspect. Right. And so, like, because I have, like... It makes you feel like, oh, somebody actually recorded this. It's not like I got really... I got dragged out of bed or nothing like that. But all I'm saying is, like, we've all had our paranormal experience. And I know we... Like, we we had our, uh, you know, had talks about this before. Um, And I I just think, like, you know, what scares you the most is what what you're more uh, the most afraid of. Like, I used to be horrified with zombie movies for the longest time until I realized, like, yeah, I started liking them more and more. You know, like, they're slow. You got your fast zombies. I think when they had Dawn of the Dead. There's so many different versions right, of zombies. Yes. Right. And it's like, you got some of them that are infected. And then you have some that are, like, just, like, you know, they just eat you. Or they just specifically eat your brains, like Return of the Living Dead. Okay. You know, where it's like brains and they can talk. And it was more comedy than, than it was, like, scary, you know? <laughs> And it, it was just, you know, when I look, when I watch a horror movie now, I try to look for movies that are rare that you don't really see and the concepts like completely new. So if you guys are listening in on this Halloween special scary movie episode, give us some suggestions on what to watch if we haven't listed anything or named anything, because I'm always interested in like those rare, obscure horror movies that like nobody ever hears about. I will give you one and I yep. will only give you this one once. Sure. If you, and I don't recommend anybody ever watch this movie, but this is the movie that I was telling you about. Okay. I did a little more research while I was, while you were talking. Mm -hmm. So this movie is from 2010. Okay. It is classified as a horror slash thriller. Okay. I missed the part. If you're going to watch this movie, uh, don't watch it by myself. It's, it's not so much one of those movies like, don't watch it by yourself. It's that scary. It's just the fact that it's so fucked up. Hmm. A Serbian film. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I like this going. If you if you are ever curious as to what it is, uh, go on YouTube, look up a Serbian film, 
there's like reaction videos there's uh videos with all the synopsis on it and it's just like it's so fucked up okay it is just so fucked up there's a specific scene in there that you're just like what the fuck like even though you know it's a film yeah like you still feel like like why did i just watch this you just feel so dirty watching it i think that's kind of the same feeling you get from when you're watching the human centipede right Mm, yeah yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't I mean, think I've ever watched The Human Centipede. Just doesn't sit right. Yeah, you know which which movie made me feel like that is uh, Hostel. Yeah, that was yeah. Hostel because it, again, it it's, doesn't it's, make me want to travel. That's for sure. Exactly, <laughs> it makes you feel like this could happen. <laughs> that literally could happen. It is very possible. Yeah. No. That I mean, I'm sure that does happen in real life, dude. I mean, yeah, that, that's, I mean, you go to a foreign country and yeah, I don't, I don't know. There, there are there are so many different types of movies made by cult classics and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? But when you talk about movies and suspense and horror and slash and all stuff, then you have other movies that are like completely on another chart, such as. Have you ever seen a movie called Igor and the Lunatics? I have not. This movie is, uh, but it sounds fun. <laughs> I I mean they have different, different um types of Igor and the Lunatics. Like the the cover of it, I don't know if that's the original. That cover one. Uh, it looks look, it doesn't make it look like a horror movie. So let's just put it w- this way: the the biggest scene in that movie has to do with this a buzz saw, this okay. buzz saw. You know that, that you cut boards on. Okay, and so it's a table saw. Mm, Let's just say that I'm not going to ruin it for you guys, whatever. No, but don't. This, per- this figure here. Yeah, okay. Okay, I see it. I see it. Okay. And like, and just it was just, you don't. <sighs> now, would you would you say that that's because of the, the gruesome factor of it? It's just very distasteful. You, know? you want to talk and, and gruesome, just, distasteful kind of uh, horror? Okay. Terrifier. I haven't seen it. That clown movie, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I actually enjoyed it. Okay. But that's because I, I like horror. I like the whole gore. But there's there's different types of distasteful, right? I mean, you have a movie called, have you heard a movie called Bad Taste by by Andrew Jackson, I think it was? Uh, no. But uh, well, the guy that, uh, who's the, the director of Lord of the Rings? Uh, um, something Jackson, right? Yeah, fuck, I can't remember. He's the same director of Bad Taste, (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson. No, (laughs) no, it's not Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, um, Now, if we're talking about directors, Uh, Peter Jackson. Yes, Peter Jackson. If we're talking about directors and horror, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. He created a lot of Italian zombie movies. No. What did he create? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, remind me. I, I, you got me on this one. Um, Maybe I'm, I'm sure I've watched. A lot I, of I'm movies. sure you've seen his movies. Okay, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh yeah, yeah. Shape I've seen of that. Water. Yeah, but those aren't scary. Hellboy. That ain't scary. No, it, it's. We're the talking characters that he creates for these movies. Yeah. Um, 
I just love the look of them. And you can't tell me that, okay, even though Pan's Labyrinth is not a horror movie. No, but the, the yeah, the, the way it was made was like beautifully done. Exactly. Sure. The characters that yeah. are in there. Yeah. They're scary. I just wish I, they could have dubbed it. I'm not a big fan of like watching a horror movie and then having to read the context because then it takes the scare out of it. I just love the characters that I can that do that with Kung Fu with. movies and I could do that with a lot of other movies. But when it comes to horror, at least dub it because I don't want to read and be like, oh, read it. OK, I can't be focused on being scared when I'm like trying to read with the context. It just it doesn't work for me. <laughs> it really doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I, there's, there's like, there's, there's one more movie I want to mention, you know. There, uh, there, there's so many movies we could go on with, but. Uh, Peter, Peter Jackson, the one I was talking about, it's called Bad Taste. I'm sure you've seen this front cover. Th- that front cover looks. Terrible. Terrible. Right? It just, I don't even know what to think of that, honestly. But, but then it, it got the movie's like best rated gore scenes. It's a horror sci-fi movie. Of its of its time where you just see this guy just blow off this dude's head with a magnum and it's just like so gory what the fuck it's it's, it's like brilliantly like cheesy <laughs> oh and like kind of scary and you're just like what and you have like that's movies from the 80s though they were shit. so cheesy yeah but i mean like just the the level of like what they took to and see that's what i'm talking about that's practical effects right there yeah. you can't get that with digital effects yeah you can't you can't. It hits exactly. you differently, right? It yeah. definitely hits you differently. It, it has something to do with the the fact that they're able to hold this, uh, even if it's like a severed head, quote unquote, they're able to hold it. Whereas, you know, in digital, it's they're not actually holding anything. Mm. They're not actually seeing all this blood spray everywhere. It's not the same kind of feel to a movie. You know, actually, Peter Jackson actually played in that movie too. What? He was part of the cast. Or he was he was in there, he was in the movie. He plays this like nerdy guy or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know, but you know, I, I think altogether, like, you know, if if you, when for this this Halloween coming up, you guys need to watch something scary that you haven't seen. Don't watch the same movie, and there's nothing wrong with watching the same movie over again. Yeah, it really isn't. Be, feel um, free to explore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man. there's so many options out there. Damn. I mean, we haven't even touched the tip of the ice. We're gonna have to do a part two on this. I think. I, th- I think for those of you who don't like horror movies, I say step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Just absolutely step outside your comfort zone. You might actually end up liking it. Yes. And if you can't watch horror movies because you just have too many jump scares, you can watch something really scary, which is the Hallmark Channel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, don't don't watch the Hallmark Channel uh, during the holiday season. Well, during the spooky season, I'm sorry. Not during the spooky season, yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, maybe, yeah, just don't. Anyways. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your stay. Come back soon.